I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, it's the Hollywood Life Podcast here from uh, quarantine. <laughs> I'm with my co-anchor, Ali Stagnita, and she's in her place. And today we are welcoming a daddy bear, uh, <laughs> Mr. Dean McDermott. Welcome, Dean. Thank you. How's everybody doing? Good. Oh, Thanks for joining. We're good. We're good. Listen, I think today if, if you um, are, are healthy and you're with your family, which all of us are, like you're just thanking the Lord for all of that. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I have a few family members to spare, so if you guys need some kids, I can send them <laughs> over to your house. Cool, down. Well, yeah. Yes, that- Which now, sounds so appealing, right? <laughs> yeah, tell us what it's like, like being holed up there with your wife, your beautiful wife, Tori, and uh, that's Tori Spelling and your five kids and they range in age from what about like 12 to 3 uh 13 to 3 yeah okay. there's three, seven, eight, eleven, and 13. soon to be 12. wow yeah, just around the corner wow. june stella will be june uh Ooh, i'm june 11. probably in june you're I'm june 11. yep awesome <laughs> awesome she's nine you're 11. awesome happy early birthday <laughs> Um, it's it's uh, you know being in quarantine with with the fam is uh, you know it started off great you know because it uh, it really showed us what it's all about and I'm sure a lot of people are going through this is it's really simplified things you know because we're so much about hustle bustle and working to achieve bigger better faster stronger that it just made everybody kind of just sit down and be close with their families and it really makes you realize what's really really important at the end of the day and sort of getting back to old school values of you know the family spent a lot more time together back in the day than they do now yes that's so true Even under the same roof i mean your kids are off here playing video games or they're on their phone so but now we're just we're forced to be together and you know the first couple of weeks it was it was great it was great but then you know 24 7 of five kids it just it and then homeschooling then the homeschooling kicked in that was really a game changer because um i am not a teacher <laughs> i am not good at it so it added an, a whole other level of pressure to tori and i um now being homeschool teachers um so it's it, it's it, it it's kind of overwhelming at times uh, because you have to keep them fed and entertained and on track on school and you know so it's it's tough it's tough but again everybody's healthy and that's the most important thing and just being with them all the time really is it's it's a valuable time 
It really I bet, they, I bet they totally love being there with you, but I can imagine there's some serious sibling rivalry going on and also like sibling friction because your older kids are homeschooling, like not serious. They're, they're far enough along that those grades are important. Yeah. And then you've got the little one, like three years old. And yeah, well, he, he needs, you know, constant supervision and entertainment. Um, and the, it, the older ones, they're obviously, they're more self-sufficient. But the bickering and fighting has gone through the roof. You know? <laughs> and, and that's going to happen with anybody when you're in, in close quarters, you know, um, all the time, that there's going to be some friction and, and fighting. So that's, that's gone up. Um, and I got to be honest with you, it's, it's annoying because they will fight over the smallest thing. You know, and then you have to sit them down and just like put it in perspective, guys. Okay. You know, we're healthy, we're safe, we have a roof overhead, we have food. You know, like you're bickering about something that doesn't matter and you're putting energy into it. It's just, it's, we're learning a lot as we go. <laughs> okay. But one big question. Yes. You've got the food, you're safe, you got the roof over your head, but do you now have toilet paper? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. When this, when this all started, um, you know, I, I refused to go out and like, you know, buy a, a pallet of toilet paper at Costco because, you know, if you take everything, there's nothing for the next person, you know, so it causes, causes a real problem. So, um, I, every day I'd go out on my, I call them foraging runs. So I'd hit about three different markets to get what I could. So sometimes I get lucky and the three markets that I'd hit, I'd get toilet paper. So I would buy my one, you know, whether it was a roll or a four pack or a 12 pack. So I would, I would buy when I could, where I could. Um, so we're pretty good right now. We're pretty good. Knock on wood. We're pretty good. Right I now. remember, which I'm sure you do, that Tori posted, she posted this video about how you were, you, she couldn't find any toilet paper. Yeah, so that's that's when I really changed my focus because I was all about starches, pasta. All the pasta shelves were cleaned out. I've never oh, seen. Oh yeah, it. they were here too. Where I went, pasta, rice, even the ramen noodles gone. Um, so once once we we did we did run out of toilet paper, so I had to change my focus. I like, we need paper products. <laughs> yes, I I remember the desperation of hearing her. <laughs> But you were the hero. You found one role. Was, yes. And, and I continue to be the hero because I don't, it, this may be too much information, but I don't use a lot of toilet paper. I'm very frugal with my toilet paper. You know, I don't do the big beehive on my hands. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that with yes, us. So, Ultimate daddy issues. Ultimate daddy issues. Yes. Uh, and so the thing is, is like, this must be giving you so much to talk about on oh your podcast, God. Daddy Issues. So much content. It, it has, but our, our Daddy Issues podcast has been down um, because no. we recorded out of the comedy store. Right. And they got shut down. We, our last episode we recorded, the, like the very next day, they got shut down. So we couldn't go in and record and they had all our login information. So we, we couldn't post, you know, it, we, if we recorded a podcast like this, we couldn't, we couldn't post it because we didn't have our login information for, um, you know, Podbean and, and Apple and, and Spotify. So it took, we just got it back yesterday. Yay! So the timing on this interview is perfect. So we're going to be back on Monday um, with a new episode of Daddy Issue. But, um, 
yeah, it was really frustrating because it's a great time to grow your podcast because, you know, you have a lot of captive ears, right? And exactly. people need entertainment. So um, we're really happy we'll be back on Monday. But it was it was frustrating because they couldn't get into the comedy store. And, you know, finally they finagled their way in somehow and they got us our information. So we're good to go. And what are you eating, by the way? That was I'm very not, quick. Sorry, I literally just snuck a quick bite because I have not <laughs> eaten today. I've been, it's so funny because when Bonnie, like you, maybe you have this problem too. When I work from home, I like work straight through the day and do not take a what lunch break. And I forget to eat. And my mom just literally, <laughs> I'm home with my parents. And my mom's like, let me make you something to eat. Like, please. You know, she thinks it's her second chance at motherhood again. So wow. I'm like, I was like, okay. And so it's a little um, cauliflower rice tofu um, sweet potato chickpea ball. But I'm just oh eating God, bites so a little bit. She so made that from scratch? Um, I think it, it's, it's a frozen meal. <laughs> oh, but God bless her though. How nice is that to be home with your parents? Oh, yeah. Than taking care of you and feeding you. They really do. And I, I buy the pay cups. That's my contribution. Right. What do you <laughs> I buy the cups. They the go through so much coffee. coffee. So I felt like I could I could um, help in that way. That's great. I miss <laughs> that so much. I miss I mean, my parents are gone. Um, but I have three older sisters. So whenever I go to Canada, they it's just so great. They They feed me like a king. Of course. Especially because you're, what, are you their younger brother? I'm the baby, yeah. The baby, oh, oh yeah. sisters and their their little brothers. I mean, I do that to my brother now that he's here too. It's the four I mean, of us. When awesome. are we ever gonna get to do it again? You know. I know. So that I mean, that's that's the sort of the blessing in all this, and I and I hope it continues after you know the the lockdowns lifted and yeah. and we go back to normal. I, well, I hope we don't go back to normal. I hope yeah, we don't go back. In certain to ways, you don't want to go back to normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have. I have encountered some of the nicest people during this and you know where I find them? They're at the supermarkets. They're working at the supermarkets. They're, um, they're working at the CVS, you know, they're working at the essential um, uh, stores. And, you know, I always take time to thank them because, you know, they're, they're on the, they're putting themselves at risk. They're on the front line providing the essential services and God bless all the health care workers, you know? Um, and, and it's unfortunate, you know, we've lost, quite a few I know do this so um I just you know I can't thank people enough for putting themselves in the, in the line of fire yeah and the thing is is that we never like no one thought about people who work in grocery stores and pharmacies and drug stores like as people who are essential workers and yet they have taken on this heroic role and I think you know, the first, and for the first couple of weeks, they weren't, most of them getting the protection that they need. Like, I do think now, at least the stores around here, that they've got good systems set up to only allow a certain number of people in the stores. And they've got, they've got masks for the workers and, you know, all kinds of, of cleaning products. So I feel that the stores are making good efforts. Yeah. I'm impressed how quickly that the, the market industry, uh, the grocery industry has responded to this because within a day, like the markets that I'd go to, they've got the plexiglass up. Oh, yes. yes so they, 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 they reacted fairly quickly. Yeah, my mom probably. waited in a line outside of Trader Joe's for an hour the other day because they were only letting 15 people in the store at a time. Just now, to protect their workers. Do you think, do you think this is kind of going to be the new normal? Like maybe having a, maybe not a 15 person limit in the grocery store and or bank or, or drugstore, but having a limit. 
I think for the next Costco, um, Costco on a weekend, I mean, there's thousands of people there at a time, you know? So, and, and then the masks, you know, do, will we, do you think we'll be wearing the masks beyond this? Just, I, I think until we all get, they get a vaccine and we all get vaccinated, like literally 330 million people get vaccinated. Um, I do think that a lot of these measures are going to be in place. Like even if we go back to semi-normal, we'll be wearing masks outside and. Yeah. Because then, I mean, you, you mentioned that people getting vaccinated, you know, I, I was there in California that you have to wear a mask. Um, and I was in the CBS yesterday and there were four people without masks on. And I'm like, they'll kick you out now. Well, I've, I've been, I've been to a few stores where they've asked people or, or refused them entry because they didn't have a mask, but I was surprised at a CBS. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially cause you would think you go to a pharmacy and that's where sick people will go to get medications. Yeah, that they need. So exactly. four people walking in without masks could get infected, could be carriers. I was, I was really surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Now, on uh, you, you're looking forward to getting re- started with Daddy Issues, which talks about Daddy Issues. Your podcast. What are going to be like? What are you? Do you have as your top priority to talk about as the 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 issues or the funny things that you encountered or experienced? That's like, a good question. Now, now I'm going to have to think on the spot because I haven't really thought about what we're going to talk about on, uh, on Sunday. Um, well, I want, I want to find out because uh, Adam Hunter, my, uh, my co-host, along with Nikki Paris, you know, he's, he's a daddy. And uh, he would take his daughter to two or three programs a day, like daddy and me classes and stuff. Like he's super daddy. So I want to find out how this has impacted him. And, and what he's done, he started his own little kind of daddy thing, mimicking one of the classes he's done. So I want to find out what that was like for him. Um, and just kind of commiserate, you know, we can, we can share, even though there's age an age difference, um, we can commiserate about having to be sort of with your, with your children 24 seven is, you know, (laughs) thank God for school. Um, Um, and that's the other thing that this has taught me that God bless teachers. Oh my gosh. You know, I saw one in the grocery store and I couldn't praise her enough because of like, listen, I've been an at-home teacher for, you know, weeks now and God bless you doing that. And she was a third, she was a, she was a grade one teacher. And I was like, I don't know how you do it with 20 plus kids, but you're underpaid, you're underappreciated and God bless you. Okay, better remember that after. I would be interested, Dean, in having on your podcast, like a dad of someone my age, you know, like my dad, who is a dad to a 25 year old and has her come back home. Because I just think comparing to the younger kids and to a dad having younger kids and a dad having someone my age, the stories might be really similar. (laughs) I think so. You know, I have a 21 year old, so I have someone who's close to your age, my first boy, Jack. Um, and he's in San Francisco. I've, okay. I've been trying to get him down here, but he's, right. he's working from home and, and going to school still. So I can't, I can't get him here. Um, but, uh, you know, he's been easy, <laughs> you know, Not here. Uh, but I'm sure I, what are some of the issues your dad is having with you being home? Well, I guess the only thing that's good is that we can drink together. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of you just drinking. <laughs> right. but then, 
I'm drinking all, he says I'm drinking all the wine, which I'm not. He also is drinking the wine. Right. And sounds um, like you're drinking a lot of wine there. You are drinking a lot of wine. Um, what, oh, we fight over like what we're going to watch. Right. <laughs> he wants to watch the Tiger King. I want to watch Little Fires Everywhere. Right. Um, constant battle here, what to watch. Yeah. Constant battle. We'll, we'll, we'll battle so long over what to watch that it's too late to watch a movie. <laughs> right. Then we just like. You guys have to go to bed in 45 minutes. So there's no. It yeah. drives me nuts. Yeah. So so it's we, nice that that's. Ha- I like to hear that that's happening at 25. It will so. always happen. Yes. <laughs> yes. You, can look, you can look forward to that, Dean, with uh, your younger five, that you'll be battling over those things for a long time. Forever. Well, I'm thinking that, you know, by the time my youngest gets to the age where we're battling, um, I'll, I won't care. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be much older and um, I might not even know who he is. <laughs> I might not even know what a TV is. So, you know. That's funny. Now, what are, how are you finding that this being in quarantine um, with the kids, like how is that affecting your relationship with your lovely wife, Tori? Has it brought um, you closer? Are there different frictions? It, just check on the dog, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> we have, we, sorry, we have, we got two, two puppies and um, we've had coyotes sneaking in our backyard trying to get them. Oh, so oh no. Keep an eye on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but they're, they're, they're big. They're, they're four months old, but they're probably about 40 pounds right now. They're Staffordshire, uh, American Staffordshire mix, German Shepherd, and St. Bernard. So they're big. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The coyotes coyotes are big there too, right? The one, the day before yesterday, they've come three days in a row. And the first one that came was huge. And I ran after him and almost kicked it in the butt almost got close enough to kick it in the ass they're really fast (laughs) they are Um, so um stress on our relationship yeah there's moments absolutely absolutely because uh you know we're both busy doing our own thing and tori is super busy um so you know and and trying to juggle all the kids and their needs and wants and just the noise level um it's 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 very stressful on on the both of us and at the end of the day we're more tired yeah of having them at home than having to drive you know to school to gymnastics and back like driving all over the city it's much more exhausting so at the end of the day we're just like Ugh. so we don't really kind of sit down and decompress and i miss sharing our day because our day is our day we both know what each other's doing Right. So, you know, we don't have that to decompress in bed and, you know, kind of chill out and say, you know, how was your day? What's new? What's going on? It's like, I know everything she did and she knows everything I did. So it's, it's, it's been stressful, but you know what? It, it, it's brought us closer together. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, 
people always ask us, and it's like, we're in it for the long haul. Like, this is, we're each other's best friends, love of our lives. Like, it's, no matter what happens, you know, we're solid. You, be, you better be, because you got those five kids. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's, you know, when people ask us, you know, what, what makes your relationship, you know, so solid? Well, you go, you guys are like, seem like you're perfect for each other. How do you make things work? How do you think, how do you keep things spicy? Da, 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 da. And it's like, we're, our baseline, our, our foundation is solid. Like we just love each other no matter what. So when you have that foundation to work from, then you can go through anything. And you get into problems when you don't have that foundation to start with. So, you know, we're, we're blessed. Like we fell madly in love with each other the first day we met and it hasn't changed. And of course there's, you know, obviously it's been well-documented. There's ups and downs and, you know, but if, if you don't have that solid foundation, you're going to, you know, your house is going to fall over. <laughs> yeah, so true. So true. Now, who are you guys keeping in touch with uh, by, um, by Zoom or Skype, like, is she in touch with any of her former co-stars that, you know, I, I see on her Instagram, um, her 90210 family, she calls them her family. Right. Are you in touch with them? Who are Absolutely, yeah. She, she and Jenny are in touch every day. They are, oh. they are besties, besties, besties. Um, uh, you know, she's in touch with everybody um, on the cast as well. You know, we stay in close contact with Ian. Uh, Brian, you know, everybody, we're, well, she is, because uh, obviously, I'm friends with Ian, we're mutual friends, but, you know, she keeps in touch with everybody. Um, I keep in touch with Nikki and Adam, my co-hosts, uh, a couple of close friends, my family, obviously, um, she's always, she's in contact with her brother. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's really interesting in this time that you really find out who is your, you know, your ride or dies you know, which is kind of cool. So we, we keep in, we keep in touch with them. And is Absolutely. she in touch with her mom? Is, oh yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in touch. They, they keep, uh, they keep in contact with each other, checking in on each other. Dean you know, again, it's your circle that you keep close. You, you know, they're even closer now. That's good. Cause like, it must be hard for a mom. Cause she lives, I, I don't know, but she doesn't have the five. I'm sure she must miss the kids a lot. Yes, yeah, she does. She does. You know, it's, 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 it's definitely hard. I mean, it's so hard too, when you're in the same city, yeah. when you're so close, like my sisters are dying to hang out with the kids and, you know, they'd be over here every day, but they live, you know, 3,500 miles away. Um, so it's hard when, you know, you're in the same city and you, and you can't, you know, see your, your grandkids or your, or your daughter. So I know. that's even more frustrating. Yeah. Have you taken up any new hobbies or activities or crafts since being I, home? I thought, I thought this would be the perfect time to, you know, write some more comedy, write my great American novel, yeah. uh, you know, learn how to play guitar, you know, and, or another language. <laughs> but no, I just, I don't have the time. Right. I don't have the time and, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Um, I, I've certainly, I've certainly um, been practicing eating. As have I. Yes. Yeah. Like it's. Aren't, aren't you, you're the cook. Like you're a trained chef. So are you making dinner every night? Uh, actually, no, both of us are, are, um, are cooking. Cause uh, you know what? I get tired of it, especially kids stuff. Like if I were cooking like 
nice fancy stuff every day like that's intriguing but you know the kids like their staples and so it's it's a lot of that um Troy and I did a live uh with Josh Flagg and his husband Bobby Boyd the other night we did an Instagram live we did a little cooking challenge he made a veal I think he made a milanese yum and then we made a wagyu ground beef one pot beef stroganoff and you saw that on your Instagram, yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was so good. It didn't see the next day. Like we thought we'd have leftovers. It just, it was gone. It, it was evaporated. So good. Yeah, you have, it's so good. It's so easy. Um, and doing it with ground beef or ground turkey, you know, there's, there's a, an inexpensive way to do it. Um, so I, I think, yeah, Tori posted it on her Instagram. Yeah, and she po posted the recipe I saw, and I actually she thought, the recipe, yeah. yeah, I'm going to try really, it. Really good. You have to try it. Yeah, because I found, like, making dinner and eating has, yes, become such a huge focus with everyone at home, and you can't go out, so yeah. you, it's a big deal. Well, and um, Michael's, like, the best cook ever. Yes, I know. My husband's a really good cook. Like cook? I know. But it's like, the, that's why it's even more of a focus because it's like the kids start asking what, he, what we're going to make for dinner at about 11 o'clock in the morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you, has this been like um, is any of a relief for your two older kids who had to endure bullying issues when they were at school? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're really happy. You know, we changed schools before the lockdown. So Did that work out. Was that a much better situation? Much better situation. Oh, much, much, much better situation. And then unfortunately, you know, before they could really kind of start to feel comfortable and get up to speed, the lockdown happened. So, you know, this, this was a, a really nice alternative for them to, to kind of, get away and, and, and decompress from the bullying issues to clear that up. And now, you know, I, I think we're done for the year, um, which is the indications that the school is kind of giving us like, there's not going to be a school year. So it's nice that we'll get to go into next year with a, a clean slate um, to give them time to, to heal and process of what they went through. So it's, it's, you know, it's all good. It's, it's a good, a good time for this would you give that advice to other parents who find themselves in that situation where one or more of their children are being bullied at school what what would you advise them to do you know i get in a lot of trouble for this because i'm i'm old school right? i'm 53 and back in my day when you know and i was bullied when i was a kid until you know the point where you know i'd had enough and you know i flattened the bully <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, and I, and I saw other friends who were being bullied, went through the same thing. Once they decided to step up and take care of the problem themselves, it went away. So I get in trouble for saying, you know, <laughs> you know, give, give the other kid fair warning that if you put your hands on me again, I'm, I'm going to retaliate, but I can't, I can't do that. I mean, obviously I joke with friends about it. The best advice I can give you is, you know, really listen to what your kids are saying because sometimes as parents we do tend to think that they're being melodramatic or 
there it might not be a hundred percent true of what they're telling us. Um, so really listen to your child and really listen to the other child. If you get the opportunity to have them in the same room, explain, you know, under the principal supervision, if that ever happens, or if, if the other child's side of the story is, is reiterated to you to really listen to it and try and piece it together and take away the facts and take away the, you know, separate the melodrama and se and separate the untruths and really get to the core of the matter. Because, you know, when it happened with Stella, there was part of me that was like, mm, I don't know if I believe that. I don't, I don't believe a child at 11 would say those kinds of words. They were horrendous. Like the C word. And like, I'm like, dude, you're in luck. Like what? Um, and so I, I was like, mm, I don't know if this kid would really do it. So then I got deeper into it and the kid had priors and stuff like that. So then it was like, okay, wow. now I've got the whole story. So then we could, you know, sit down with the, the head of the school and they dealt with it beautifully. They really did. They dealt with it beautifully. Um, but there was so much trauma left behind with Stella. She had P PTSD. Mm -hmm. Just couldn't go back. Couldn't go back. So that's why we changed schools. But it really, for advice to a parent is, you know, breathe and push down your first, your initial feelings of wanting to, to, to strangle the other kid. Right. <laughs> You know, um, because you, you, it, your, your instincts kick in, right? Your, your primal instinct, yeah, I'm going to protect my child. So, you know, quash that down, breathe through that, and, and find a place of calm and just look at the whole situation and, and then and go from there and work closely with the head of school or the teacher or whoever happened to be involved. That's the best I can, I can do. And, and, you know, um, work closely with the school. Because like I said, this, we were lucky. The school handled it beautifully. Um, I just think if you're in communication with the heads of, of, of the school, you can remedy the problem a lot quicker than sort of passing emails back and forth or hearsay or he said, she said. Just sit down. Well, no, you can't. Well, you could do it with Zoom. It's, you know, sit down face-to-face -face and, and, and deal with the guidance counselors, the, the principals, whoever you need to. It's not just passing on the information. Hey, my kid was bullied. He said this, you know, and then you hand out your disciplinary action. Meet with them. Sit down. Bring in, bring in both kids if you can. Bring your child in that was bullied. It, it, communication, I guess, is in a long, in the long answer is to really communicate with the school. Well, that's great advice, and I'm glad that um, that the new school is working out, was working out much better, and that the kids are feeling a lot better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not going to work. And hopefully, you know, when we get back out of this, they're just going to, because it's, you know, they're entering, um, you know, high school and stuff. Like, it should be a fun time. Yeah. They're not like, oh, gosh, I got to go to school. Oh, you know, it should be like, oh, I get to go to school. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully after this, too, everyone will be excited to just, go somewhere so yeah. Maybe, yeah you know well definitely I went through it too girls can be so mean so yeah. lots yeah. of mean girls yeah. I think that's really great advice that you gave too oh thank you I hope it made sense it was a long-winded answer yeah. no, it, it made a lot of sense 
And listen, I know, imagine like the kids, ever, they're all going to be so truly so excited to go back to oh, school yeah. whenever that happens. Yeah, I, it's, it's great, especially too, if you have a child that's like not so into school. Yeah. Like I, think, I think that's going to change their attitude completely. Definitely. I could be with my parents 24-7 or I can go and <laughs> with my friends and I'm out of here. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, Dean, thank you so much for your time today. Ooh, it's so you. nice to have you on the podcast and to chat with you. It's it's nice to interact with other people. With other people, I know. <laughs> over, please don't be over. Let's talk for another hour. <laughs> no, right? I know. I know. This is fun. Yes, yeah, thanks, Dean. Give our best to Tori. I will. I will. And what what have you planned for dinner tonight? What's your hubby got for dinner tonight? Oh gosh, I've got to. I guess I've got to go find out. Right? <laughs> find out, honey. What are we having, Mom? <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> Pod. What are you having? Pod. 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 Wow, I'm impressed you can oh, get Pod. 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 C O D. Cod. Are uh, you gonna do fish and chips or? I don't know. We had baking it with. It's cod. Okay. One some tofu. Are you a, are you a vegetarian? Chicken. No. Or vegetarian? Oh no. Tofu. <laughs> we live at the beach. We live at the beach in Jersey, so there we go to the fish market to get. Wow. I love tofu, by the way. Tofu. So good. Trader Joe's teriyaki tofu. So good. Hey, have you ever made an onion dip with tofu instead of sour cream? No. Get soft tofu, and you, you know, put in your Lipton's onion soup mix, but do it with soft tofu. Oh, so good. Wow. That sounds great. I never would have so thought good. of that. It's That's really good. Exactly. And, you know, you get a little, you know, protein versus okay. the sour cream. Yeah. I'm going to make that. Try it. Yes. Try it. See? Good stuff. You're welcome. Awesome, guys. Thanks for the tip. Thanks for the tip. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Good